You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Amazon. It's the tech giant that's always looking for new ways to get their customers anything they want as fast as possible. The company's even promised to push the boundaries of super-fast delivery times with futuristic technology, like delivery drones. But in rural America, something different is developing. Something that resembles the gig economy more than a techno-utopia. In the rural areas, Amazon is pitching this opportunity not as, you know, hey, small business owner, ditch your business and your new business is an Amazon delivery company. They're pitching it as a side hustle of sorts. That's Recode senior correspondent Jason Del Rey, who recently wrote about Amazon's new pitch to mom and pop businesses across the country. So Amazon is partnering with local mom and pop businesses. These are not delivery businesses. These are all sorts of just run-of-the-bill Main Street businesses to actually deliver Amazon packages on Amazon's behalf. And this is occurring in rural and other remote areas of the country where houses may be spread far apart and Amazon hasn't had a lot of success yet delivering packages there on its own. And does Amazon give these small businesses any any requirements or, or demands for joining the program? Yes, yeah, so it seems like the requirements are pretty thin in some ways. So no delivery experience needed. You need to have some sort of physical presence so that an Amazon staff member can drop packages at your place of business each morning. But the real requirements are you have to be willing to deliver or have people work for you willing to deliver seven days a week, almost every day of the year. I think Amazon lists about five holidays. So that's 360 days a year. Um, you have to be willing to either have have people on staff delivering or delivering yourself as a small business owner. You also have to have some type of business liability coverage. And that is what one of the business owners told me was a main reason why Amazon is recruiting existing businesses in these locales and not just people who are interested in delivering for Amazon, but might be on their own or not a small business owner. Well, being available to deliver packages 360 days out of the year seems like a pretty big ask for some small businesses or mom and pop shops if it's just a few people. But I have to think that some of that availability has to do with Amazon's incentive for doing this in the first place. Why is Amazon doing this? It's really expensive to get fast delivery to these places. You know, where a delivery driver might be able to deliver, I don't know, 20, 25, 30 packages an hour in an urban or suburban setting in agricultural America or other remote areas, you're lucky if you can deliver maybe 10 packages in an hour, maybe 12. So 
there's not as much efficiency, which means it's more costly. How Amazon has dealt with this in the past is to rely on big partners. So at some points, UPS, and more and more over the last decade, the United States Postal Service. They famously, of course, convinced the Postal Service to deliver on Sundays, um, something that wasn't previously done. But even in some of these areas, the, the post office does not deliver on Sundays. So Amazon's trying to figure out a way to get faster deliveries in the remote areas to Amazon Prime and other customers, but also to hopefully bring down the cost to Amazon. So it's both speed of delivery, you know, the customer obsession line we always hear, but also Amazon's bottom line. But Amazon has its own package delivery network. It has its own logistics business. I see vans with the Amazon logo on them all the time. Then again, I live in Brooklyn, New York, which is very urban, obviously. But why not just send these vans into rural areas and continue to expand that fleet? That's, you know, an obvious and good question. And, you know, I don't live in a big city, but I live um, not too far outside of New York City. I live in northern New Jersey. There's actually an Amazon delivery station going up in our town. So, you know, we see delivery vans from Amazon almost every day. I expect to see even more of them once this warehouse is finished. Amazon can take that model in urban and densely populated suburbs. But in the rural areas, it just does not make sense for the third parties that handle those Amazon deliveries we're talking about to create and run a standalone delivery business. The people who work for them will not be able to deliver enough a day to make this a sustainable standalone business and something these delivery entrepreneurs who are starting these businesses on behalf of Amazon you know, could really make a living doing. Maybe your business, your restaurant, your coffee shop struggled during COVID and you need some extra income. Maybe your main business just never has been lucrative enough for what you or your family would like or need. And so Amazon's saying, you know, do this on the side. We'll deliver the packages to your place of business. Uh, you have to sort them and you have to either deliver them or hire someone to. We'll pay you a little something per package. And this will just be added money for you and your family, not a total replacement. So in other words, customers in rural areas should not expect to see their local florist pulling up in an Amazon van anytime soon. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I, I viewed a webinar that Amazon is showing to some prospective small business owner partners, and they show people getting out of their own vehicles. Um, I talked to one Alabama small business owner. This person has actually hired others to, to do the deliveries for him. And they either, you know, rent their own vans or use their own vehicles. Well, you mentioned a second ago the economics of this. So let's cut to the chase. How much are these small businesses getting paid? Yeah, so it seems like the average is about $2.50 a package. On one of the Amazon marketing websites, I discovered that where they send these small business owners to find out more, um, Amazon says they could um, make somewhere between $1,500 and $2,000 a week. Um, and that's estimating 600 to 800 packages delivered a week. So anywhere from a little under to a little more than 100 packages a day. $2,000 a week may 
go far in some parts of the country in others, you know, not so much. But um, again, this is not going to be a standalone business for most people. You know, what I've heard so far is I talked to one business owner. For him, it's working out. You know, he hires a few people every day to handle these deliveries. He tries to pay them, you know, as well as he can while still cutting out a little margin for himself. And he said it's been, overall, it's been worth it. It's been stressful at times. You know, Amazon at times can penalize these small business owners if they don't deliver every package every day. But all in all, he was mostly grateful for the opportunity. That said, he knows other partners who realized quickly this was way more than they wanted to sign up for. The commitment seven days a week, 360 days a year was just too much. And the money for some people wasn't worth it. Right. I'm not a small business owner, but an extra $2,000 a week doesn't sound like a ton of money for what seems to be a pretty demanding program. But I wonder, how is Amazon pitching this to small businesses? How are they getting them on board? I think Amazon's looking for small businesses in, in 10 U.S. states right now. I know for sure that they have partners in Alabama, Mississippi, Nebraska, and there are seven other states where they're trying to drum up interest. They're getting on the ground and joining local chambers of commerce. You know, these are communities with maybe five to 10,000 residents. And so I talked to one local chamber of commerce and they said, you know, a lot of their businesses really struggled during the pandemic. And so this was seen by them and some businesses as at a minimum, something they should find out more about as they try to get back on their feet and feel like they're on stable ground with their household income, doing town hall type settings at local restaurants. Um, so what I've heard so far, at least in you know the early days of this program, is Amazon has people getting on the ground in front of these communities and, and pitching the program face-to-face -face in many ways. Well, like you said, this is new in the United States. It's a beta program. Has Amazon tried this elsewhere in the world? There's versions of the program uh, with different names in a few other countries. So the oldest program is in India. The Indian government is is very big on you know supporting their their mom and pop uh, businesses, and so I think Amazon went in there doing this. Yes, both as a business concern, but also I think for optics, um, seeing as being a friend to local mom and pops in in that country, and it still exists, and I think there's been some success there. They've also tested the program in Spain. But yes, they've had some experience elsewhere. I also saw some some job postings in a, in a couple other countries for a similar program, one of them being Mexico. So it's not a US-centric solution, but just over the last year is the first time they've really gone after it in this way in the US. I think it's interesting, the the framing that one of the world's largest companies, one of the world's largest employers uh, wants to look more friendly to to mom and pop shops. For sure, like when our story published, some of the feedback I got both in my inbox and on social media, of course, was, oh, great. You know, Amazon, <laughs> Amazon killed small businesses across, you know, small town America and now, now wants to be their friend. Um, I understand that point of view. You know, I also think could a layer of this, even if it's a, a thin layer, be 
you know, to show U.S. government as antitrust concerns build up that, you know, Amazon is actually doing good for small businesses in this country. Yeah, I'm sure that that angle doesn't hurt, but we'll see. It's early days. And the other point is people still kid around about drones and could drones handle deliveries in rural areas. Just as an aside, I was recently in Arkansas and went to one of Walmart's sites where they're delivering packages via drone. They just had another announcement about rolling out to more states. I think drone delivery in the country will happen. Obviously, it's been much slower than Amazon predicted. I'm just skeptical that that alone will be a national strategy. And so maybe they're fine if they have to piece together this rural last mile in a couple of different ways. Well, if drone deliveries are inevitable, what do you think that might look like? So Walmart, for example, they're testing out with a couple of different partners. The one I witnessed was actually a platform built on the side of a Walmart supercenter in a small town in Arkansas. You know, I, I think it's going to look like, you know, it sounds still kind of ridiculous and futuristic, but like a central hub with some drone pilots working and a mini warehouse or a store attached to it. And, you know, maybe a couple of bucks per delivery, um, because again, you know, there are not many humans that needed for this. There's just all sorts of obstacles. Yes, the regulations, but just logistical challenges that I think, you know, I, I think we're still many years away from seeing this sort of widespread, hence Amazon going with a program like this for now in, in a rather old school way. Okay, Jason. Well, I welcome our future of Amazon robot overlords. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Adam. Today's episode was produced and engineered by John Ahrens. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening.